Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And all who are thirsty. And all who are.
Another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host this evening. If you need to call in, the call in number is 619-638-8458. Or check us out on the website, www.prayerinternational.org. And we've got the chat room open. 
should be open between now and about 12 o'clock. Feel free to get in there. And uh, you can check us out on Ustream, YouTube, different media streams, uh, blogger.com, and um, just give us a shout. So email us, prayerinternational at gmail.com, and we'll take prayer requests that way. Also on our webpage, we've got a prayer request box. Uh, also in the chat room. So uh, whatever you need, we're here for your prayer needs. And, of course, we just want to give glory and honor to Jesus Christ. Uh, some people, you know, many times find us randomly, and they want to know what we're all about. So we're just going to put it plainly. Uh, we're about Jesus Christ at Prayer International. We teach and declare the word of the Lord. We believe the Holy Bible is God's infallible word. And so that's our foundation, uh, what we declare, what we preach. Um, on the other hand, we also believe God is living and active and moving in the earth by His Holy Spirit, speaking to men and women. He's moving in real and living ways. He's more than a Bible study. He's more than a feeling. But He's a living God. He's a loving, living God. His name is Jesus. And the Father wants you to come to Him, wants you to know Him, wants you to spend your time with Him. And experience the presence of his Holy Spirit. Experience the life that's truly in Christ Jesus, not as a religion per se, but just in a reality, just in a genuine, real way. You see, there's no performance for Jesus. Uh, you can't perform good enough. You can't be good enough. You can't act good enough. You see, you can't act... For God, this is the deal. Um, you can fool people. You can fool yourself. Some of the time. But the bottom line is, you can't really fool the Lord. So, you know, the Bible says, only a fool says in his heart, there is no God. On the same token, only a fool says in his heart, God's really not paying attention. Or no one really sees what I'm doing in secret. But the truth is, is the eyes of the Lord are running to and fro looking for hearts that are fully his. He's looking in the secret places. And that's where he wants you to look for him, is in the secret place. You see, you've got to let God on the inside. You've got to let God inside in the deep places, in the deep issues, in the hidden things, the innermost parts, see, he desires truth in the innermost part. That's something we all need to learn. Something we all need to set our hearts towards. So, what are we about? Jesus. What are we about? Worshiping God. Why are we prayer international? Because we believe in praying for the nations. Raising up a global watch of prayer for our country for Jerusalem, for the nations around the world that are in need, that are looking for Jesus, that are looking for answers. And we just declare that we have an answer. His name is Jesus. And here's the answer. So if you need healing in your body, 
be healing in your mind or relationships restored. Maybe a child, family member, a loved one needs to come back to God or needs to come home. Maybe you're struggling with bondages, things in your life that you just want to get free of. Just lay them down at the foot of the cross. That person, give them to Jesus. That issue in your life, give it to Jesus. And just ask the Lord for help. You see, he says, come unto me all you who are weary, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He says, my yoke, Jesus said, my yoke is easy. He says, my yoke is easy. What does that mean? You see, back in the good old days, we'll call them the good old days, and even nowadays, if you go to a farming community or maybe to an Amish uh, community, you might see a yoke. And what a yoke is, they would take oxen or horse or cattle, different livestock, and they would put this yoke, which was nothing more than a giant, kind of like a stock, kind of like a harness around their necks, and they'd pair them up, maybe two by two, maybe three by three, it depends. And they would sit them in this yoke, and they would walk in stride, they'd walk in step, they'd walk in sync. And as they had this yoke fitted on them, that yoke would be hooked up to a carriage or to a cart or a piece of farming equipment or something. And it would pull and it would be used for benefit. Okay, but this is the deal. This is what God says. He says, my yoke is easy. What is he saying? What he lays on your shoulders, what what he fits around your neck, what he puts on you as part of your uh, duty or your Christian service or what he lays uh, at your feet as your assignment what he gives you as your purpose or his plan he says I'm never going to give you more than you can bear I'm never going to give you more than you can handle I'm not going to give you more than we can't handle together and God says we can handle it together that's why he gives you the Holy Spirit when it says the Spirit of God abides in you and will be with you, He will be your comforter, your counselor, your guide. He'll be that light in the darkness, the lamp to your feet. Why? See, because God's testimonies are your counselors, His, His words are your delight. What does that mean? You know, Psalm 119, thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. What does that mean? It's what gives you direction. It's what guides you in this life. Yeah. So we declare the word of the Lord. The Bible says all scripture is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness. Why? Why? That the man of God may be fit and prepared, equipped 
or a woman of God. May be fit, prepared, equipped. See, God has ordained you for good works. He's prepared good works, good things for you to do before the foundations of the earth. And in order to do those good works, now they're not a merit to earn your right into heaven, but they are the things that God has prepared for you to do while you're here. Call it your plan, your assignment, your purpose, your destiny, your potential, whatever. The will of God. God has prepared good works for you to do. And in order to do those things, just like an athlete before he runs the race, he has to prepare. Before a climber climbs a mountain, he's got to have the right equipment. He's got to be equipped, properly trained. And see, before you take on your enemy, before you take on the assignments of God, before you go to hurdle and go to speaking mountain, to mountains and you begin to climb up the mountains of the Lord, listen, you better be equipped. You better be prepared. See, God had Jesus tell a story like this. There were ten virgins. Some of them had their lamps filled and their wicks trimmed. Five had five were ready and prepared, five were not. And when it was time, the five that weren't prepared went knocking at the door, asking if they could borrow oil, asking if they could borrow from those that were prepared. See how, how often we do that in our churches today. How often we do that in our Christian circles today. We let everybody else do all the preparation. We want the preacher and the pastor and the TV or the radio personality to do our homework for us. We want them to read the Bible for us, teach us what it says. It's no different than when Moses was up on the mountain and the Israelites. When he came down, they were afraid and they said, Oh, we don't want to talk to God ourselves. Go back up on the mountain, Moses, and, and listen to God and come down and tell us what he says. Well, nowadays, in our Christian circles, in our churches, in our groups, our denominations, we let the pastors and the teachers and the evangelists, and even in the spiritual churches, we take it a step further with the prophets and the apostles, and we let them do our homework for us. We let them do all the hearing from God, and we just want them to tickle our ears and tell us what God says. But see, listen. A wise man knows when to put a spoon to his mouth and when to bring it to his mouth again and when to put it in his bowl. And a fool doesn't know when to feed himself. David knew when to encourage himself in the Lord. In the book of Jude, it says, verse 20, build yourself up in your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. And yeah, it's great to talk about praying in the Holy Ghost. 
and praise God for the ability to pray in a heavenly language, to pray and be led by the Holy Spirit when you're praying. And there's two sides to that coin. Praying in the Spirit isn't just praying in tongues. Praying in the Spirit is praying things that are uttered by the Spirit. Praying things that are in line with what the Lord is speaking, not something you can contrive or read off a list. But when you're praying in the Spirit, it's, it's praying while you're under the influence of the Holy Spirit. We always want to reduce it to tongues. Oh, I prayed in the Spirit, brother. I've been praying in the Spirit for so many years now. But are you uttering the words of the Lord out of your mouth? Or are you just babbling mysteries that are no good to anybody? Let's not go there because I don't want to offend those that, that pray in an unknown tongue and those that don't. Let's just say, build yourself up in the most holy faith. That's really the point that I was trying to go with it, with Jude, verse 20. Build yourself up in your most holy faith. So what do you do? You build yourself up. You encourage yourself. You motivate yourself. You push and drive yourself. Why? Because you may not always have a spiritual cheerleader, a spiritual mentor or motivator, a radio or TV personality, a church personality to push you forward, to keep you in the things of God. And see, that's why our foundation needs to be in Christ. Our foundation needs to be in Christ and in Christ alone. And so we're going to take a short break and go to some worship, and then we'll be back.
All right, praise God. Just want to get into a few things. Let's uh, start with Mark chapter 13. So if you're just tuning in, this is Prayer International Radio, or if you've been with us for a little while, uh, welcome back to Prayer International Radio. And again, my name is Chris Herzog. I'll be your host this evening. Just want to open up in a word of prayer, and then we're going to get into Mark chapter 13, which is in the New Testament of the Holy Bible. Uh, Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. Lord, thank you for our time to worship at your feet, to just sit in your presence, and to just cast our cares upon you, Lord. Father, as we dig into your word tonight, Father, open up our ears to hear your voice. Teach us, Lord, by your Holy Spirit, be the teacher. And we pray, Father God, that you would just put your presence and your character the fruits of the Spirit in our hearts. We pray for every man, every woman, every child that's listening tonight, that you would touch them in a mighty way by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, that you would open up their eyes to see, that you would open up their ears to hear. Father, that you would fill their hearts so full of the Holy Spirit that they would open their mouths and declare your wonderful words. Father, all the praise and the glory and the honor be yours in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, praise God. Let's get into Mark chapter 13 briefly. And I'm going to start with verse 5. And I'm going to read the red. This is Jesus' words. It says, Take heed that no one deceives you. Okay, anytime somebody makes a statement, always listen to the first opening sentence, the opening statement. Take heed, beware, caution, pay attention. Do not let anyone deceive you. Verse 6, for many will come in my name saying, I am he, and will deceive many. For when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be troubled. For such things must happen, but the end is not yet. See, listen, we hear of wars and rumors of wars. We hear about false religions and false prophets, false Christs, people rising up, even in the name of God, to deceive many people's hearts being pulled one way or the other politically, philosophically, religiously, spiritually, you name it. Okay, but Jesus says these things are going to happen. These things are going to happen. But don't worry. Now let's continue. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and there will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines and troubles. These are the beginnings of sorrows. Now listen. Think about this. These are the beginnings of sorrows. The beginnings. God says, look, you've not seen nothing yet. And I have a word from God to those that are listening. You have not seen anything yet. Verse 9. Watch out for yourselves. For they will deliver you up to the councils. You'll be beaten in the synagogues or in the churches. 
that we brought before rulers and kings for my name's sake and for a testimony to them. And the gospel must first be preached to all the nations. But when they arrest you and deliver you up, do not worry. Beforehand, don't premeditate what you're going to say. But whatever is given to you in that hour, speak that. For it is not you who speak. It is not you who speaks. Whatever is given to you in that hour, speak that. And there's a word for somebody. Right now you're worried about what you're going to preach. You're worried about what you're going to say. You're worried about what you're... Listen. Stay full of the Lord. Stay fixed on God. Stay meditating on the Lord. And the Lord will put the words in your mouth. Praise God. Amen. So let's continue. Now brother will betray brother to death. And fathers will betray their children and children will rise up against their parents and even cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. Now, why would Jesus say that? Did you know in the last days there's going to be there's going to be families split? There's going to be families split because of the gospel's sake. That's right. Hang on just a second. Make sure we don't lose power here. All right, so he says, brother will rise up against brother, father's children, for my name's sake, but if you endure to the end, you'll be saved. So when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel, let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetops not go down to the house nor take anything out of his house. Let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. Woe to those who are pregnant and those who are nursing babies in those days. Pray that your flight may not be in winter. For in those days there will be tribulation, such as not seen since the beginning of creation, which God has created until this time. What is he saying? Look, it's going to be so intense when the Lord comes back. But there's not going to be time to run back and get this and get that. You better not be right in the middle of, of your, your greatest dreams and desires. Already get on with it, in other words. Whatever you plan to do, be a doer of it. Don't wait and say, one day I'm going to do this, or one day I'm going to do that. Before the Lord comes back, I'm going to have a chance to do this. Listen. Put your hand to it. Get after it. Because see what he's saying is when he talks about the, the nursing mothers and those that are pregnant and the people in the field and, and they're all in the middle of these serious situations that to them might seem very important, but God says, look, in that time, when it's God's time, 
It doesn't matter how important things look. It doesn't matter how important you think it is. See, when God's ready to come back, He's coming back, and it doesn't matter whether you're in the field, whether you're in your home, on your housetop, whether you're in labor. It doesn't matter what you're doing or how many of your plans or dreams get smashed. Because, see, if you're in the flow of God, if you're in the plan of God, if you're following God's instructions, don't you think God knows how to lead you and prepare you for when he's coming back? If you're obeying and following and seeking after God, don't you think that the Lord will know how to instruct you or prepare you or get you in the right place for his return? Of course. Unless the Lord had shortened those days, no flesh would be saved, but the elect's sake, for whom he chose, he shortened the days. But if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or look, he is He is Christ, he is there, do not believe it. For false Christ and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders to deceive. If possible, even the elect but take heed. See, I have told you all things from the beginning. In those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give us light. The stars of heaven will fall and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send his angels and gather together the elect from the four corners of the earth from the farthest part of the earth to the farthest part of the heavens. Now learn this parable. Why would you just say no in this? Why in the middle of this parable? Okay, listen to this. In verse 14, where it says, let the reader understand. It just stops what Jesus is saying. And in black it says, let the reader understand. Very, This is a very important scripture. These words from Christ are very important. He says, now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and it puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that the end is near. It is at your door. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away, says the Lord. But at the day and the hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, not even the Son, not even Jesus knows, but only the Father. Only the Father. Jesus himself said this. Only the Father knows that day, that hour. Take heed, watch, and pray that you do not enter temptation. 
Take heed, watch, and pray, for you do not know when the time is. It is like a man going to a far country who left his house and gave authority to his servants to each his work and commanded the doorkeeper to watch. See, God's commanding us to watch. He's saying, look, I'm coming back. Take care of things here on the earth in the meantime. Keep my house in order. Keep my earth tended to. Take care of it naturally. Take care of it spiritually. Take care of it relationally with the people that are on it. See, what would you do if Jesus gave you the keys to his house and said, take care of things while I'm gone? I'm going to come back one day, make sure it's left in good working condition when I return. Do you imagine Christ saying this to you? His servant, his child, his daughter, his son. What are you going to do with what God gives you? I know God's speaking to my heart right now. What am I going to do? What are you going to do? What are we as Christians, what are we as the body of Christ going to do with what God gives us, with the responsibilities, with the words of the Lord, with the people he's entrusted us with, with the responsibilities to feed his sheep, and to remember him and to declare his words to be a praise in the earth. So he says this, watch therefore. He commands the doorkeeper to watch. He says, watch therefore, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming in the evening at midnight at the crowning of the rooster or in the morning, the crowing of the rooster in the morning, lest coming suddenly he finds you sleeping. And what I say to you, Jesus says this, and what I say to you, I say to all, watch. That was it. That's verse 13. It's chapter 13 to Mark. Watch. Wake up, open your eyes, pay attention. Watch. So God is calling us to be watchmen on the wall. God's calling us to watch and pray that we don't enter temptation. God's calling us to watch and pray for the hour is coming. What is he saying? Look, pay attention. Open your eyes. Begin to recognize and have an understanding and a consciousness of kingdom things, of kingdom plans and priorities. Like one of my pastors would say, it's kingdom time. And it is kingdom time. God is establishing his kingdom here on the earth, whether you like it or not. His kingdom is coming and his will is being done whether you're involved in it, whether you've aligned yourself with it, or whether you've made allowances in your own life or not. God 
bless you. God. We're talking about God here. He's God. You're not. He's establishing his plans, not yours. He's establishing his kingdom, not your little sand castle that will wash over with every little wind and wave. And I'm going to exercise discretion here because what I wanted to say, I'm so thankful the Holy Ghost just put the brakes on. Let's just stop there. We're going to break for a song and uh, see what happens.
All right, praise God, we're back. Well, we've got about nine minutes. So I'm going to say what I need to say. Praise the Lord. Uh, first of all, if you need to call in, have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call, 619-638-8458, Prayer International Radio. You can also email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com and the website, www.prayerinternational.org, and we've got different uh, media and different things up there for you. Just check it out. So, you know, we're talking about the Lord. We're talking about waking up. We're talking about watching and praying and really just developing an awareness of who God is. And it's funny how we can get so uptight and get so frazzled. Better word it's funny how we can get so uptight and so frazzled over the littlest things and even what we think are some of the biggest things. We need to realize God has got things in control. God has a sovereign plan. And see, he, he made a statement. Let me just say this. All things work together. For the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Did you catch that? All things, everything, everything, all things. See, in all things, 
Rejoice in all things. Give thanks in all things. Pray in all things. Why? Acknowledge God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and acknowledge Him. Lean not on your own understanding. Lean not on your own understanding, but what? Acknowledge Him in all your ways. In, in all your ways. That means the good ways, the bad ways, the ugly ways, the messed up ways, the blessed up ways, the mistakes, the victories, the defeats. All acknowledge Him. Trust Him. Commit those things him remember cast your cares we we started off there finish cast your cares upon me for my yoke is easy and my burden is light says the Lord so whatever it is that's got you so messed up give it to God and let it be the very thing that causes you to be so blessed up Whatever you look at and you say, what a mess that this has become. What a mess this has been. Well, let that mess become your message. Commit it to the Lord and say, God, put your blood on this. God, redeem this. God, turn this around. Father, get glory out of this. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised how even what you think is your defeat, which you think is the worst day of your life, to turn about, turn around and, and be the very thing that God chooses to bless you. Be the very thing that God chooses to get you still enough or turn your focus towards heaven enough to come in and begin to take over and allow his plan to supersede your plan and his ways to move your ways out of the picture and for his plans to truly begin to direct your paths and make your crooked paths straight. So trust God. I don't I don't know how he's gonna do it. I don't know how he's gonna do it in my life. But I know that he is because he says that he is. God is not a liar. If he says it, he will do it. The promises of God are yes and amen in him. It's true. So get a word for your life a living word, begin to press into the things of God, begin to hollow out a place in your life, carve out some time, carve out some space, find a place where you can just get with God and begin to seek Him on the deep issues in your life. Ask Him questions, ask for direction, ask Him for His help, ask Him to send the right people, put you in the right places. Bring along the right things and the opportunities that are going to set you up for the things of God. 
See, God's got great potential for you to reach. See, God didn't create you to fail. He didn't create you to lose. He created you to win. He created you for success. So let me pray for you. Father, right now, Lord, we just pray that you would just lift every person up tonight, Father God, and help them to get motivated, be encouraged, and get prepared for their future. Father, you have a plan and a future, a hope. Father, you have a bright and hope, a hope-filled future for every person listening. Father, I pray that you begin to direct them, lead them, and guide them out of their darkness. Turn their mistakes into miracles. Father, turn their messes into messages. And Father, give them a testimony, Father. Lord, I thank you for your blood. Lord, I thank you for your salvation. I pray, Father, that you would draw every person near to you, draw them by your Holy Spirit to Christ as Savior. Fill them with the Holy Spirit to overflowing. And let your presence and your peace surround their hearts, surround their minds, fill their homes. Now, Father, we just ask, Lord God, that your kingdom would come and your will would be done. Just as it is in heaven, Lord, let it be done in the earth. Let it be done in the lives of your people. We just speak a blessing over him tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Now, Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray, Lord God, that they would prosper, that be within your walls. Peace, prosperity, protection over Jerusalem. We pray for peace, prosperity, protection over the United States of America. We pray, Father God, for your wisdom and your counsel. And, Lord God, it would be under your lordship, under your rule here in the United States, Jesus will be confessed as Lord and Savior, as healer, deliverer. Now, Father, we just ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. My name is Chris Herzog. This is Prayer International Radio. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. You have a blessed night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.